All right, and we're rolling. How's it going, Matt? Oh, I'm I'm pretty good, Robbie. This is this is pretty awesome. The setup you got going on here. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to be a part of this. Yeah, it's really fun. It's a great experience. It's a work in progress for sure, but yeah. um, yeah, you gotta start somewhere, you know. Yeah, for sure. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so I've grown up. My name is Matt Corso. Um, I've grown up in New Hampshire all my life. Um, I just graduated with a degree in electrical engineering, my bachelor's, and I'm now just starting a master's degree. Um, I never ever thought I'd go to college for electrical engineering. Um, I didn't even really want to go to college, um, but I kind of decided to go after some tough decisions and, and ended up really falling in love with electrical engineering. And so that's kind of where I'm at in life. Um, I'm an albino. Um, we can, of course, <laughs> talk about that later if we want. Um, I, I'll always talk about it, but... You know, I don't know what else what else to say about me. Um, I really enjoy woodworking, um, electronics. I really like hiking too, actually. Being outside, I love hiking being in, in the outdoors. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's awesome. me. So, um, in college, you have a group of friends that you live with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that you're all a part of crew, which is a Christian college group, right? Yeah. So. I'm actually um, the student manager of a house called The Lighthouse, Yeah. Um, which is, it's a Christian guy's house on UNH campus, um, and you don't have to be a Christian to live there, but, um, and you, you actually, you know, you, you live there. I did live um, there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, crew kind of ties in with The Lighthouse and, like, having a lot of crew events, but crew is really this, it's this Christian organization on UNH's campus with, like, the desire to um, spread God's word and, and the knowledge, like the knowledge of the gospel, throughout the UNH campus, um, but also just to be a really warm, welcome, inviting community, um, and like we, that's that's really important to us, and that's what that's why I started kind of talking about the lighthouse because the lighthouse is is kind of the community center I'd say for crew on the UNH campus, and so all different people come and hang out. Um, and spend time at, at, at the lighthouse and kind of just really spend time as friends and get to know each other and, and just do life together. It's pretty neat. So what's it like growing up on or going through college um, in kind of a really secular school, but yeah. with, um, you know, obviously being a Christian, college is not exactly the most... Um, uh, inviting place for that yeah for for christian yeah so um i guess i'll kind of share a little bit about my christian experience i think because it seems like you know we're we're kind of we're kind of getting to that um so i grew up in a christian home and i grew up going to a christian school um and i'd say like i understood a lot of the the basics of christianity and kind of those different things and like i went to a christian high school where you know they really tried to, you know, teach that and really instill that in, in us, um, but it wasn't, like, a personal relationship for me until I got to college, because, like, as I said, you know, technology is, is kind of what I love, um, and so I grew up, like, always kind of fixing computers and, and making things work, and, like, that was kind of my identity as a kid, like, was I'm the guy who people go to when they need to fix their computers or different things like that, um, so I got to college and started kind of asking some of these big questions of, like, like, why am I, you know, spending all this money to get a degree? Like, am I just here to, you know, get a degree, to get a job, to make as much money as I can, to, like, have a family, to someday die? Like, like I just really <laughs> yeah. struggled with, with... Some mortality-type questions. Exactly. Like, yeah. I just, like, wrestled with that a lot. And so, um, it was through a guy I actually lived with my freshman year. Um, his name was Isaac Peacock. Like, he kind of... He was older than me. He had graduated from UConn, and he was interning with crew. Um, and I saw he just needed a roommate second semester freshman year, and so I ended up living with him, which which kind of changed my life because I kind of saw like daily how Isaac like lived his life to like to serve God and like that was his purpose in life, and like mm-hmm. and like he just I just saw how much like joy he could find in that and like how he felt like he had this you know he could just spend his days like serving God and like he just that that was his purpose and like I want you know kind of kind of through obviously a bunch of other stuff um I kind of start to realize that like my purpose here on earth is earth is to like serve 
God with my life. And so, like, that ties into... There was definitely, like, you know, some struggles with, like, being a Christian and not necessarily, like, you know, having the same views as a lot of people I was going to school with. Um, but I kind of was able to... I kind of found ways to not necessarily get involved in a lot of those communities like that if I didn't really like UNH is big enough where like if I don't want to like take part in something I can completely kind of separate myself from it um but obviously like you know I used to still have friends and classes and like I never had too many convers like tough conversations with friends at at UNH um that like who totally disagreed with me because there's a lot of you know doing school work and stuff like that um but honestly <laughs> what's funny is and I'll kind of I'll kind of wrap this up, like with with this. I went into college worried about, you know, oh, how am I going to have like this this Christian community in college because I'm going to this huge secular college, um, coming from a small Christian school. When in reality, I had a better Christian experience in college because I met, you know, like I was took part in crew, which is if someone in a secular college is going to a Christian organiz- like group they really are serious about it. And so, like, I actually ended up finding a group of people who cared about it more than the people that I was going to high school with. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. um, So the people you ended up hanging out with during college made a point to separate from kind of the community at college so that they can kind of keep themselves... No. No, like, it wasn't, like, that as much as, like, you know... I still, you know, was in class all the time with a bunch of people who, you know, weren't in crew, and, like, I had my community of friends, like, who who were not part of the crew community, but then I could kind of, if I wanted to go do something or hang out with people, I could go do it with the crew people and, like, didn't feel like, you know, I had to spend all my time with the people from class and stuff like that. So it was kind of like ba- a balance of, like, okay. you know, spending time with people outside of class that, like, you know, or, like, for instance, on Friday nights, like... You know, we would we would do stuff as as we have like fires at the lighthouse and stuff yeah. like that. It's so like you know, I could be hanging out with my school friends, you know, who are partying, or I could just be sitting on the lawn playing music, hanging out with with the crew friends. Like, you know, so I, I could kind of like make decisions on how I wanted to to go about spending my college days, like depending on what I wanted to do and what I my views and stuff like that. So it opened up an easy alternative option to what normally the college experiences. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so that you weren't as tempted to participate in all the things you know you probably shouldn't be participating in, right? Yeah, no, def- definitely. Yeah. Okay. Has it been um, going through college and having this kind of rare point of view now, it seems? Has it been... Does it kind of eat at you sometimes to see the way the kids It It doesn't... It, I wouldn't say it necessarily, it not eat at me as much as I think. Or make you concerned? Saddens me. Yeah, yeah it saddens like, you. It, like, yeah. it hurts. Like, yeah. Because, you know, obviously everyone has kind of the, their own differing worldviews, but. I've heard that a lot lately. Yeah. The word uh, worldview. Worldview. Yeah. And yeah. actually, it's funny. Oh, I don't remember what it was, but. I, um, something I was listening to was talking about how like your worldview develops, like within. It really your worldview really develops like in your early stages of life, and by the time you get to college, it's you've kind of already established what your worldview is, and it's really hard to change that. Like, and it comes a lot from like your experiences growing up. I think and I think that's what they're talking about at least. Um, what were we talking? Oh yeah, so like, it definitely like. It's not like a, you know, like, I feel like I have a higher moral ground or anything like that. It's more just, I, you know, desire for these people to, you know, have hope and purpose for their life. And I see so many people who, who don't, who are just right. like, why am I here on this yeah. earth? Like, and that's, that's what gets to me, I think. Yeah, that, um, that makes me think about, uh, actually, just this past week... I think it was. It could have been last week. Um, but my girlfriend's up at Plymouth State, and she told me that someone going there right now just committed suicide. Oh, 
They yeah. just moved in. He like the day he moved in, he committed suicide. Yeah. Um, and like two years ago, in the building she's in now, um, someone also committed suicide. I believe it was two years ago. It could have been someone last year too. I'm not sure. But she's also um, she's also always telling me about these people that she's afraid are going to commit suicide mm-hmm. or that have threatened to commit suicide. And um, yeah, I've been uh, I've been reading a lot about kind of the things that you're. Um, talking about yeah um you know not not only reading um what preachers or whatever have to say um but also reading some scholars some uh philosophers that sort of thing um which get a lot of material from the bible yeah um like jordan peterson you probably know jordan peterson he's he's super influential nowadays um but like this kid goes to college probably forced to go to college yep. by his parents maybe so he doesn't really want to go to college and he's taking classes that he's probably never going to use and isn't interested in mm-hmm. and for for the lack of purpose he's probably trying to compensate for it with um probably uh partying probably um meaningless sex or drugs Just or or avoid. Right, just something to fill the void of being purposeless. And um, it just seems to be a too often occurrence um, nowadays. Even when I was in high school, um, we had two people in my entire uh, years ago in high school um, that had killed themselves. And um, <clears throat> and that was uh, it seemed to be correlated with when kids started to get phones. Also, social media. Yeah. Um, Not about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I've been thinking about that a lot lately too. Um, and yeah, the phones and the never never-ending resources of kind of pleasure at colleges that really is what lures kids in. A lot of times, or makes them okay with going, yeah. Um, even though they're really not interested in what they're going for, I think um, I think Madeline might be a little unique in, in the way that she can actually apply most of the things that she's learning, because mm-hmm. it's really hard to fake. Like it's really hard to not teach physical education yeah. or anatomy yeah. in a way where you can't apply it. Yeah, you know. So, um, but a lot of these people are going for like. Um, math, which now they teach Common Core, which only teaches you how to listen and obey, doesn't teach you how to do anything. Yeah. Um, but uh, and they're also going for like liberal arts, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but it Co- colleges is an it's an interesting thing right now. I'd say. It's, yeah. I'll be interested to see kind of where college goes. I it, it kind of it really concerns me. Like. It concerns me, too. I just... A, like, there's just, you know, all these people spending all this money. And, like, I feel like the... The use of common sense is, is dwindling, I feel like. like. Well, common sense isn't so much common sense anymore, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't even call it common sense. Common sense... Common means... Common means everyone most people, has it. Most people have it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and sense is not there. <laughs> you know, so it's kind of like rare sense now. <laughs> rare sense, that's funny. I never thought yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, um, oh, but yeah. it's yeah, it's uh, it's tough to watch. And I'm concerned for um, a lot of smart people I've, I've read um, or have listened to said, you know, what's in college comes out usually 10 years down the road because those people coming out of college are going into our... Um, uh, man, intellectual spaces mm-hmm. in the workforce, mm-hmm. you know, which are kind of what makes the decisions legislatively. And uh, yeah. they're going into fields like uh, the medical field, that type of thing. And so that, like, that ties back into, like, this, like, why I, I have this relationship with God because, you know, and, and believe in him because... I can't see the way 
that the world is going to be like I can't, you know I don't see that as like going in a good direction and so like I have this hope like that you know I I believe that I'm here on this earth for a reason and like but you know this is just a temporary thing and, and like someday you know I'll die and, and I have this hope in heaven and like that gives me this this like you know I, I definitely you know want to enjoy this this life here on earth and I think I think we're called to do that um but if you don't have like this you know this thing that you're you're looking forward to down the road uh, this it, you know you just can't have hope looking at our future because like, you mean um the, a thing to look forward to down the road as in after you die yeah or or a uh, kind of a purpose to set a goal for yourself in life yeah it's not like that kind a, of thing. it's not like i'm like you know going to just sit around here on earth and just wait for the day that i die so that i can go to heaven like right. not at all but but i don't need to find you know my joy and my meaning in all this fulfillment here on earth which which gives me a lot of peace does that make sense yeah i think um i think that can help in finding fulfillment here on earth too Ex- yeah you know cuz now you all of a sudden not so worried about it Mm-hmm. And normally it seems like people do things better when they're not worried about it. I completely agree. You know, um, in a basic sense, <laughs> you know, in a way, in a way that I can't explain. You know, I, I know that when I'm a little less worried about how something's going to go, um, basically confident, I guess. When I'm a little more confident, <laughs> you know, that I can do something, I usually do it better, even if I don't have a lot of skill doing it or whatever. And what's funny is... is I've been reflecting on this a lot, just, you know, graduating college and, like, you know, going through these four years. And these four years were, you know, just given the circumstances, were probably the, the most f- difficult four years of my life. But at the same time, I can, like, say that I've experienced the most amount of joy in these past four years. Like, just because I'm starting to, like, gr- like grow in these things and, like, understand more, like, kind of who I am and what I'm called to do and like I've just ex- I can't like some of it I can't explain like I've just experienced so much joy in the past four years even though like these four years have been the most difficult and like I can only you know draw the conclusion that that must be coming from my relationship with God because I don't know where else it would be coming from in what you mean your drive to be able to do things kind of just like joy and like you know living my life daily like just getting up and like you know, <laughs> suffering through the schoolwork and like, just the purpose that you have. Yeah, because I, I again like yeah. I'm not like I feel like I'm not enslaved, you know, to to college and like in my job. Even though like I really enjoy working and like you know you have to make money to to be able to survive here on Earth. But I don't feel like you know some days it's a drag, obviously. But I don't know. I just experienced so much joy in these past four years that. I cannot explain. You know, I um, I guess I can relate to you on that because um, right now I feel like um, is the prime point in my life where I'm doing stuff like this, mm-hmm. and I'm really feeling like, you know, like I'm on something, but yeah. I'm obviously not on something. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I'm just I'm just going at it, you know, um, and I kind of feel like I can do anything mm-hmm. almost. And, uh, um, getting, getting back to the whole purpose conversation is actually a idea I've been thinking about lately. Um, th- there's someone I did a podcast with, I think it was actually, might've been my second podcast and, uh, he's not a Christian. Um, and we ended up getting into the creation evolution mm-hmm. topic and, uh, um, and I didn't say this during the podcast, but um, one of the um, I, I did say it to a recent did say it to him recently because he he every once in a while brings up the whole purpose thing, yeah. but can't figure out what the purpose is, mm-hmm. which is a common thing for atheists. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, so he he said it, you know it must be derived from something you know is the excuse whatever purpose must be derived from something and I said so um. Um, 
or there's no purpose at all, he says. And uh, so you can kind of point out things like, um, so my whiskey barrel I got yeah. has a purpose, right? Mm-hmm. It, you put whiskey in it to preserve the whiskey so you can have the whiskey. And the whiskey has a purpose it's for drinking so you can get screwed up. <laughs> or you can enjoy life, you know? Or, yeah. Whiskey tastes good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, your bed, my bed upstairs is for sleeping. The wood on it serves a purpose for constructing the bed. The bed, the um, sheets on my bed serve the purpose to keep me warm. My car serves a purpose for getting me to work every day. So almost every single thing on earth has a purpose. Mm-hmm. And the only thing, and atheists believe that the only <laughs> that the only thing on the earth that doesn't serve a purpose is our existence. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I find that hard to <laughs> yeah, exactly. <comprehend. laughs> yeah, so the only good explanation that I've seen anyone uh, that anyone's ever told me so far is that we have a purpose. Is that God created us for a purpose? Yeah, I, I and like there's, I'm not like. I will not consider, I do not consider myself to be like scholarly, right? Like, you know, I'm more of the the type of person who a lot of my faith has come through experience and kind of, I want to, I want to obviously learn more and like grow in my faith. Um, but I'm not, I haven't spent, you know, tons of time reading text, you know, books and studying scholars and like, you know, filling my, like filling my brain with like that kind of knowledge. Um, so like when we, when you get to the, those kind of arguments, like, I start to stumble, but at the same time, I think it is, there are some kind of funny things like that. It's like, hmm, if you really think about that, like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's, um... Yeah. It seems like anything, anything to take God out of the picture yeah. now nowadays is, uh, is what, is what is happening, you know? Any, any, they enact anything that can take God out of the picture. It's mm-hmm. weird. Um, and, uh, and it, yeah, that concerns me. And yeah, it just really is concerning. <laughs> but um, and uh, man, where was I going with that? <laughs> yeah, it seems like whatever they do, whatever they do in school, whatever they do, um, everywhere, you know, in public, seems like everything they can try and take God out of the picture you know and that's only only in these past few years too it seems even when I was a little kid it seems like it was less of that oh yeah but um there was also you know less of that um in this past century too more people were a little more grounded it seems you know I mean obviously I didn't live through that but it seems from what I've heard that is the case generically yeah, it, I would I would definitely agree with that, and and that like it comes back to that that topic of like you know being concerned for the future because I you know I think it's only gonna get worse and worse in a sense like I think there will be as much as I want you know there to be unity among people I think that people are just going to get more and more divided and that's that's really too bad um, yeah yeah and like that you know it's and we can get into these conversations and start to get like it's get more and more depressing yeah exactly <laughs> which, is, which like which is just it's just too bad my dad and I were having a conversation the other night over a beer about like uh, I forget I forget what exactly started the conversation um but we were just kind of started she started joking about how you know I think I made a joke to my dad about like oh you're lucky you know <laughs> you've got 30 years on me because who knows what, what life will be like for me you know <laughs> once you're yeah. gone and, you know and we, then we started joking about like you know building a cabin in the middle of the woods and like yeah <laughs> just escaping <laughs> yeah, getting ex- away exactly yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well I mean technically it's uh, the only way it can go you know it's the law of entropy yeah exactly you know, what is true. that the um Things go from order to disorder. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's the wording. I haven't been able to <laughs> say the wording exactly. I can picture it in my head. Yeah. Um, yeah, law of entropy. Is that the second or third law? Uh, I'm not sure. Physics, something like that. Yeah. Um, 
That's a fascinating thing, too. That completely contradicts evolution. Yep. <laughs> it's, uh, it's in the same science. It's in the same science book. Yeah, it's funny. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, again, this com- that comes back to the, the common sense thing. I just yeah, exactly. I, it's no more. It's no longer common. I like I like yeah. what you said there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's rare sense. It's, it's rare, rare sense. Yeah, that comes back to rare sense. <laughs> yeah, no one has it. Can't find it anywhere. <laughs> All gone. <laughs> yeah, tossed it with the uh, tossed it with the creation idea. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, but there's so many there's so many things to still enjoy though. Oh, I mean, we is. can actually, uh, you know, as as lost as we can get and everything. We, remember, you and I went to Yellowstone. Yes, that I'm, was beautiful. I'm wearing a Yellowstone hat right now. Are you actually? Oh I yeah. Am. Did you get it from Yellowstone? I did. Last year? Yep. One nice. right out there, and it's, I actually just I broke. I like ripped the front of it, which I'm really sad about. Hey, it's character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks. It looks. It looks, looks better than it did before. Beat up. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> yeah, Yellowstone was that was so. Yeah, you came out and visited us while we, yeah. were, we were on our. That was a, a crew, a crew summer, crew event, crew summer mission. Yep. Um, and that was, that was a life changing experience for me. Um, In what way? Oh man. Um. So you know the purpose of the Yellowstone summer mission was to go out, and. And, you know, in the, in the end, it was, it was the goal was to spread the gospel, but we kind of did that through building building community. Um, and so Yellowstone, like for the coworkers in Yellowstone, and it's like the employees. And so you know, we were working in the Old Faithful Inn as as housekeeping. Um, and so we we went out there with the purpose to to build community and just and just be friends with these people because a lot of people are going to Yellowstone like if they're working there because they're running from something like you know because Yellowstone is this is this place that's you know not close to much of anything and like it's kind of its own little community and like it's in the middle of you know the woods which is right. which was so cool it was awesome I loved living out there um and just being able to hike and whatnot um but so it was really life-changing for me because I had never, first of all, I'd never done something like that. Right. Um, and, and so, just kind of going out there, not knowing what, like, what to expect. So, I'm the type of person who, who wants to plan things and, like, and have a plan and, like, know what's going to happen and take calculated risks and, like, you know, all these different things. Um, and I'm learning more to, to, to not be like that and to, you know, just go with the flow and, and, and enjoy things, um, and, you know, just be spontaneous, I guess, but, so there's a lot of unknowns for me, um, not to mention, like, you know, so I'm going out there with basically ten, ten people I didn't really know, and, like, you know, nine people, like, I kind of knew well, so there's twenty of us in total, um, and so kind of thrown into this group of people I didn't really know, um, and, like, we had the same common goal, and so, like, that's, I think what I took away the most was we all were there with this same mission of like being a light to these people and you know sharing the gospel with them um, and and like being a part of a community of these people who all really agree on the same thing and have the same purpose and like desire to see each other succeed at that I'm not sure I'd ever been in such a, like a, a tight knit community like that um, and that's that's what I really like took away from that was like how important community is and like being able, you know like for instance I don't do well you know I'll, I'm a nerd right uh, you know yeah. so, social things like I can do it but it's I don't find enjoyment in it okay. um, and there's other people um, you've met Jake Willeman who just have this gift of like being able to talk to people and like just have these conversations and like just make people feel like they're part of the community and like feel welcome and like you know invite them in and stuff like that and that's just not how God made me and so you know we needed people like you know I was more of you know a lot of the logistic minded side of things and Jake was the you know go out and like have all these conversations and so you know you need all these different people playing these different roles to make this community work and like kind of I didn't really realize that before of how important you know the skills other people how important are the skills of other people like you know you know me being an electrical engineer 
you know, going into college and thinking like everyone should be an electrical engineer because electrical electrical engineering is the best. <laughs> when in reality, like, no, th- we need people who are, you know, fixing cars and people who are, you know, you know, nurses and like all those different things. And so I kind of started to value value that more and and kind of learn that. Um, and then like the one other thing was. I felt like, you know, I was going out there with this with this mission. And I felt like for a while I kind of felt like I was I was failing at the mission because, you know, again, like I'm not the type of person who has these conversations and like that's kind of our goal is to, you know, go out there and build this community and and have these conversations sharing the gospel. Um so I kind of started to learn that I could actually be influential through the way I acted, not just the things I said. So, you know, I could go out there and a lot of the work, you know, cleaning hotel rooms is is not an enjoyable thing to do. I mean, <laughs> anyone who does that, like, you know, be thankful for them because they do a job that is is, is pretty brutal. Um, it's just gross. And, you know, this, it's gross and people are slobs. Like, it's I've ridic- heard the story. It's, it's ridi- nasty. It's ridiculous how yeah. people, like, you know, expect would leave their rooms and just expect other people to clean yeah, it up. Yeah, and for the them. results of the elevation sickness too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, yeah. There were some pretty nasty, nasty, nasty rooms. Um but where was I going with that? Oh yeah, so I learned that I could actually sometimes have more of an influence on people just by having joy in the, the difficult situations and, and like you know if, if they needed help with something being willing willing to do it and like the first mm. one to say yeah yeah I'll, I'll, I'll work the extra hour like mm-hmm. and and you know that may have been like having to sacrifice you know not going on the hike that night because I'm gonna go you know go keep working extra hours and like kind of and then people actually start to notice that and like you know kind of just putting others before me I guess um and I didn't like I didn't know people were noticing it at all um but someone kind of actually someone told me like two months after being like being back they told me that someone asked them why I worked the way that I did which allowed them to like have a conversation about the gospel which I had no idea about and so you know my actions you know were able to speak to them even though we didn't actually have a conversation and so like that was like a kind of like a game changer idea for me I think that is really neat yeah um so you mean you basically you showed by example kind of yeah like, and that led to things and that a led little to, bit to other people being able to have conversations because they, okay. were, they were curious about why I was doing things the way that I was doing them alright yeah huh yeah, I've had those thoughts, too, um, where you said you were worried that you were not making kind of the difference that you um, that you were hoping for. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I think that maybe I'm not doing quite my job sometimes because of the way I act sometimes at work or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but there has been times where um, I'm just kind of easygoing as it is, <laughs> you know, so... Um, when when things get difficult at work, um, I'm not making a huge deal out of it because at the end of the day I go home anyway. Yeah. You know, but um, <laughs> but um, you know, people notice that and they ask why, and they figure and they figure out why after we have conversation and all that. And so yeah, that is no, that's that's that cool. is pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then uh, being out at Yellowstone. And ministering to those types of people, Yellowstone has a lot of, um, like you said, people who are running from stuff, which means the culture out there is very into um, hallucinogens. Yep. And the Grateful Dead. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Which I mean can be kind of neat to a sense because there is something to those types of substances, but it also it using them irresponsibly is not good because using you know using for the wrong reasons is not good yep right you know it's like it's like guns <laughs> <laughs> you know um needing to be able to use it responsibly because it's powerful you know but um 
Those are really those are really the types of people that really needed it. And um, and then just being out there in general is a really awesome experience. The the road trip I took in general was a sick thing to do. It's awesome. You hit California after that, right? And then when actually I didn't end up you, going. So you just went south. Yeah, because um, when I I was on my way to California, and Yosemite was on fire. So right. I was like, I'm not going there. <laughs> and, Good reason uh, not to. Yeah, and then I was going to go visit my friend in San Diego, but that was just such a far drive from where I was. I think I was in Utah at the time. And I was like, I don't want to go all the way down to San Diego. Yeah. You know, from here. I've already been on such a long drive, you know, literally driving from New Hampshire by myself. Yeah, that's nuts. There were times where I was like, I wish someone was here right now. Yeah. Because I'm really bored. <laughs> you know, really lonely. Um, I listened to so many podcasts. It was insane. Um, I listened to the entire Narnia series on audiobook. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. It was nuts. But, um, yeah, it is, it is crazy. Different landscape than here. Um, the hiking was nuts. I went on a 20-mile hike with Jake Willman. That was awesome. That was sick. Yeah, I did that um, uh, right outside of West Yellowstone near Big Sky. I don't know the mountain. But, um, oh, what was that? I think I remember that, but I don't remember what the name of it was. Did you see any weird stuff when you were out there? Like <laughs> Yellowstone? Define weird stuff. <laughs> I mean, like, like Yellowstone has so much lore and that kind of thing. That's the stuff that goes on there. Like there's all, all the missing persons cases. And then there's the lady on the balcony in the, in the, uh, inn. You ever heard that story? Like, I think I have heard that story, yeah. I guess there's a lot of people who have either seen her or heard something up there and then gone to see and no one was there. Um, or have seen apparitions. You didn't see or hear of any of that kind of stuff? No. There, hmm. well, I'm trying to, I feel like there was one funny thing kind of like that. And I'm trying to rack my brain on what, what that was. I can't remember who it was, but someone that I was out there with um, was telling me a story of someone who heard a scream come from the room that the person, that the wife had killed the uh, husband in, or whatever, right. that the legend came from, yep. and no one was there. Yeah. Like I, something like that happened. I don't think... I feel like there was something kind of funny, like, kind of funny weird, but not like weird weird... That like at least that we experienced. Hmm. No. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard a lot of those types of stories come from almost every national park. Actually, there's just a lot, a lot of weird things going on in national parks. It's weird. Well, you know, there's like there's like the 50 miles, like 50 square miles in Yellowstone where you can get away with murder, right? Have you yeah. Heard about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's <laughs> this little sliver. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's right? it's. I watched a video. There's a there's a guy who did a, a YouTube video about it, and it's something like. It has to do with, like, the courts in, um... The jurisdiction of the courts, The jurisdiction right? of the courts, yeah. In, yeah. in, um, in Idaho versus, like, Montana and, just, like, different things like that. Um, and that's... Yeah, sorry. Um... That's all right. That's... That's why I see the jurisdiction. Um... Yeah. Yeah, it's really odd. Um, yeah, I watched a video about it, too. I don't know if that's where they all come from. <laughs> like, all the missing persons missing and persons. stuff. That would make sense. <laughs> yeah, that w it would make sense, <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of times where um, the those missing persons will show up, um, like, a week later in the same clothes they disappeared in, and, it, and they have no idea what happened. Or they're totally disorientated or have gone crazy. Or they have no idea that people have been looking for them. And it's almost like lost time, like they just, like they just showed up, like, I'm just out hiking, you know? That's weird. It's really odd, yeah, a lot of cases like that. Um, <clears throat> in national parks in general, not just, um, not just Yellowstone, but not, Yellowstone's obviously so big and popular, it's one of the ones you hear about. Yeah. P places like Mount Shasta and Grand Canyon... Uh, that type, of, that type of thing. You hear about that too, yeah. It's funny you mentioned the um, like the 
they're just driving out there and like kind of you know wishing someone it was that was there with you like it, it's spending that time like all alone because I actually I took a, a week to go to Colorado the, this summer um for a, a, like a conference type thing but it was like I never experienced like this feeling of you know traveling completely alone did you drive out there by yourself I flew out there but okay. like then I had like you know hotel room to myself and like yeah you know the conference was like half the day you know, three quarters of the day, and so I, I just had you know all this time like in the in a random place where I'd never been before, mm-hmm. like all by myself. Um, which was, it was a really fun experience, but it was also like a totally new and kind of like man, like it would be kind of nice to just talk to someone right now, like you know, yeah, experience exactly. this with someone else type of thing. <clears throat> yeah, my uh, my friends would actually get annoyed. I think they would get annoyed anyway. Maybe that's just me, like saying like, oh crap, I'm annoying them from calling them so many times. Well, you know, I call the same few uh, of my best friends or whatever, or Madeline or whatever, uh, when she had service. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Yeah, there's there's this one, I was in New York, actually, and I was like, crap, did I make a mistake? Yeah. <laughs> four hours yeah. in, you're like, uh. Exactly, yeah. No, I was more than four hours in, okay. probably, at that point. I was in, like. I mean, I was in southern... No, I was like... I was almost to the Great Lakes at that point, I okay. think. I was far You're into far New York. York. Yeah. And uh, so that's like 11 hours, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Um, but... And then there was a time in, in uh, I think, Idaho. Did we go camping in Idaho? Mm-hmm. Is that where we went camping? Mm-hmm. That's where I lost my knife. Oh. <laughs> yeah. um, I think it was in Idaho. And I pulled over and I was like... And I was just like, all right. I am very alone right now. <laughs> you know? And um, and I was like, and I haven't seen a single sports car out here. <laughs> you know, out here in the desert. You'd, yep. you'd think more people would have them. <laughs> and all of a sudden, this McLaren, like, that's right hilarious. by me. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh. what? <laughs> Another car on the road. And this McLaren zooms by me. It was awesome. <laughs> but yeah, the um, being alone on such a long trip was really odd experience I found myself um, talking to people in conversations at like rest stops mm-hmm. and gas stations um, like just like there'd be a line of people behind me <laughs> at the cashier <laughs> and I'd be like how's your day going <laughs> you know yeah uh, get some sun today <laughs> you know <laughs> cause I was in the desert yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I was like oh. Um, but yeah, it was sick. It was a really cool experience, and I had and I had time to listen to, you know, um, uh, sermons and Jordan Peterson. And I brought my book uh, that I was reading by Jordan Peterson that I'm still reading because because <laughs> I you know I could never actually finish a book. I jumped to another book and then jumped to that one. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. I find the only way I can finish a book is if I listen to it. No, really? mind you, mind you. Obviously, I don't really enjoy reading. Oh, okay. Um, it's just a struggle for me. But is that because of yeah? Because okay. of, I'm legally blind, yeah. right? So yeah. it's just a, like reading is taxing on my eyes. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So if I listen to a book, like, so you need to read like Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Or something, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Exactly. But like, you know, if I'm driving or whatever. I'll put on an audiobook and like that's how I can like that's how I listen to books basically is, is when I'm driving or like if I'm just you know doing mundane tasks at home stuff like that yeah yeah I, I don't think I ever would have would have uh, read the entire Narnia series well I mean I have when I was a little kid I yep. read them in school and all that it's kind of an easy read yeah but um not nowadays I would never have read it if I didn't listen to it on my entire road trip you know what's super cool that I found out there? What? When I was doing it was um, the fish fossils and stuff that you could find on the mountains. You ever hear about that? I never, I didn't know that. No, I never heard about that. There was a store in West Yellowstone that sold them. Really? Yeah, a lady would go hike, like, kind of the same places that um, Jake Wilman and I hiked. Yep. Um, and every once in a while, there would be, there would be, like, a trilobite or a fish or something in a rock. 14,000 feet above sea level. <laughs> right? I wonder how that got there. I know. I wonder how that got there. And petrified wood, too. 
mm-hmm. you find petrified uh, little fragments of petrified wood. It's not nearly as fascinating as the petrified forest. <laughs> you ever seen that? No, I haven't. It's literally um, whole trees that are stone, fossilized trees, and they kind of shattered, but they're still that they kind of shattered like like you cut a sausage link. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, they're still round and intact. They're just kind of falling apart everywhere. Or like someone cut them, like sliced them up in a chainsaw <laughs> and left them there. But they're actual fossilized trees. That's funny. It's really cool. And some of them are like crystallized looking. It's Where it, is that? Uh, I passed it actually and I was going to go, but they were closed when I went there. Um, I can't remember what state it's in. It's like Arizona or something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Arizona, New Mexico, or something like that. I could be totally wrong. But I know it was on my way back, and that was the route I took on my way back. Okay. It was after the Grand Canyon. Uh, I was going through all the really cool Mesa-type looking areas in Arizona. Is that the right word? Mesa? Or plateau-type areas? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Did you see the Grand Canyon? Yeah. We so. Yeah, we went down and saw the Grand Canyon after, and that was, Utah. I think Utah was better than the Grand Canyon, but it was still really cool. Utah. Yeah. What would you go through Zion through Utah? We went through, we went through Archer's National Park, and then oh, I didn't go there. Bryce, I should have Bryce Canyon, and I've then heard Bryce Zion. Cool. All of those were like, like, so cool. Bryce Canyon, I kind of just like, threw it on the itinerary because like someone recommended it, mm-hmm. but like I never, I did not even look it up, and like we got there and it was like you were like hiked down into like the canyon and like there's like you know there's just red rock walls like towering above you I mean like either side and you're just walking through these little like cracks basically in them it was it was ridiculous yeah um that's one thing that's one another reason I wish um uh I brought someone it's cause I wanted to go hiking down into the Grand Canyon do some of the trails mm-hmm. and that's just super unsafe for yourself yeah no way <laughs> you know yeah um you fall or or you spend too long in the sun, it just catches up on you. You know, that's one of the biggest things. You know, like seven people fall a year. Really? Yeah, that's what the guy at the place told me. He was like, average is like seven. Kind of expected that to be higher. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe higher. I may be totally wrong. I may I may be not remembering it correctly. I just feel like I just feel like um, knowing people like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was Pretty literally big. looking down the edge, and I was like. How many people fall off this <laughs> and then die? He's yeah. like one person in his lifetime has survived. Wow. Yeah. Like won't walk for the rest of his life, but he survived. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't understand. That that must have been that was a miracle. <laughs> um, or not. I mean, he's now gonna have a horrible rest of his life, maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's another reason. But looking at the Grand Canyon is probably one of the most humblest thing, <laughs> or most humbling things ever, because you realize how small you are compared yeah. to things. Yeah, it's like you can see as far as the horizon the Grand Canyon goes, mm-hmm. and it's so deep you can't see the bottom <laughs> yeah. from the edge. <laughs> you know, and and it intertwines everywhere. It's just it's probably one of the most amazing things I saw out there. The Grand Canyon, it's it's really cool. Yeah, all the national parks. I, I there's so many national parks now that I want to go visit. Like yeah, I've I've started a list actually of just like all these different places I now want to go to. Because there's a crazy amount. There is there's that you never I heard thought. of too. Yeah, yeah. You you ever heard of Mammoth Caves in Kentucky? I think one person in Yellowstone actually may have been talking about those. Really? Yeah. I uh, visited those. I visited those on my way back. And um, those, those are, it's one of the biggest cave systems in the United States. I think it is the biggest. Hmm. And you could literally fit three RVs stacked on each other inside cave? this cave. That's yeah. ridiculous. It is massive. And you've never seen something so dark in your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously, no sun gets down there. Yeah. It doesn't that's take that's long before it goes away. That's the place where I belong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Care with the bats. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was insanely huge. My phone couldn't even like take pictures of it because there was no light to register. That's crazy. It was just not, yeah, it's like a blur picture because it's it's trying to do the whole live photo thing and it can't. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, it was absolutely nuts. And we didn't even go far down that far. And they don't. And they have to guide you. Mm-hmm. I wish they just gave you a flashlight and let you go. <laughs> you know, they have like markers, like a trail. Yeah, that'd be sweet. That would. I feel like yeah. that would not go well. No, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> but the discovering more cave every day, or or oh, really, like all the time, I guess. Yeah, That's it's there's a long ways. Cool. Yeah, I've been in um in Virginia. There's the the Lore Caverns, um, which you know. Which you can go like I, I when we were in Virginia one time I went down in there and like you can like you know there's still like Titan still like might everywhere and like you can kind of it's like lit up though so you can kind of like walk through it on your own and stuff yeah but those are the only caves I've ever been in yeah they're pretty neat besides like there's not a lot here no there isn't it's it's kind of surprising yeah it's it's funny I don't feel the polar caves but those aren't that big yeah I wonder what causes those to form I don't know. My theory here is that when the flood happened, it created the mountain range. Mm-hmm. Is, would you say that? Because uh, it seems to be, like, right along the coastline. Yeah, no. Like, that they go. I, th- I think that, that would make sense. That or, or Glacier. Well, if you look at the... Um, there's a, if you look at a... Is it topographical? Mm-hmm. What's the one that shows the land? Yeah, oh, topographical. For some reason, it shuts off. Sorry. I don't know why. It's been... That's I, I just got that one. It's kind of acting up. But um, the, you, if you hit it on the top... It turns on. Yeah, it's like a sensor. That's funny. It turns off. It turns on. <laughs> um, but uh, there's a line down the center of the ocean where it looks like it cracked at one point. Oh, the... um. Wait, that's the... Uh, what's the name of that? It goes down the the entire coastline of both continents, and it's down the center. It looks like that's where it's separated. Oh, because it's probably, it's probably where a tectonic plate is. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure exactly, but um, in the Bible it says the... What the heck? Why does it keep doing that? Um, Can you see if it, is it actually still... Is it still recording audio? Let's see. Hopefully. Yeah, it's still recording. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, but... Um, Says that the waters came up from the underneath, oh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I assume might have been volcanic. Why does it keep doing this? That's so weird. Hmm. Huh? I wonder if it's just a light or if it's actually like the whole microphone. No, I'm pretty sure it's the whole microphone. Watch, you can shut it off that way too. Oh, okay. See, yeah. Um, it was doing that to me. Like I'd come back in the room and be off. See? <laughs> Super weird. Just hold it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's pretty fascinating to look at that stuff. Okay, there's something up with this mic. It's up, yeah. It's upset. All yeah. of a sudden, it's upset. Yeah, that's weird. It's been good the whole time. All right, we'll wrap it up soon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that... uh you can be part of the rest of the conversation. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, uh, I just I just thought that was super fascinating. But uh, yeah, we can wrap it up now if you want. Okay. All right. Thanks for coming on, Matt. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. This has been fun, and I'm, I'm excited to, to to see where this goes and to, to hear more people that you have on here. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm excited to get better at it and create a better atmosphere for doing the whole thing. I think I think you could, with, especially with that whiskey barrel, you could come up with something pretty sweet, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, no problem.